0: The Ruth Frost Parker Center for Abundant Aging presents The Art of Aging, information and tips on how to experience life more abundantly as we age. Our hosts are John King and Rev. Beth Long Higgins, Executive Director of the Ruth Frost Parker Center in Marion, Ohio, an initiative of the United Church Homes.
1: Hi Beth. This month, we're doing a two-part episode on service coordination for older adults living in independent living. Do you remember our first episode on the Village to Village Network? The Villages hired a coordinator to manage services for people who live independently in their homes for as long as possible. Well, service coordinators do a similar thing for people living in independent living communities. In part one, We're gonna meet Kim Yoder, the manager of United Church Homes Engage, and Barbara Rose, who's a service coordinator for United Church Homes Shawnee Springs.
0: Barbara works to connect residents with the services they need. Kim oversees all of this work for United Church Homes and is involved in a new venture to expand the concept of service coordination into the community. I am really excited about this new venture.
1: Let's meet Kim and Barbara. Kim? Tell me about the role of the service coordinator
0: the role of the service coordinator is never the same thing two days in a row a service coordinator is an advocate an investigator a case manager a confidant it's, it's truly whatever the resident needs them to be that day, that moment. Their optimal goal is to keep the residents at home and aging in place for as long as possible by finding them whatever necessary services they may need to stay independent.
1: Can you give me a definition of independent living?
0: Independent living means there's no health care staff on site, there's no nurses to dispense meds, there's no kitchen staff to prepare meals, it's just like them living in their own condo or their own home. It just so happens that there's a staff here, property manager, maintenance, and then the service coordinator, and the service coordinator helps them find those services that they might need in assisted living. Like the meals, like the transportation, like the health care benefits that they might have there, but just in an independent setting.
1: Barbara, do you have people that don't need any services?
2: There's quite a few that don't, that are very independent, drive, help others in the situation. They are wonderful at that. Taking them to the store like I say, picking something up for them if they go to the
1: store. Since your facility is for low-income residents, isn't it required that they deplete their resources prior to moving in?
2: Yeah, your resources have to be $2,000 or less. But to deplete your resources, you also can get a lot of nice things for yourself like a lift chair anything for that resident that makes their life easier and better even new personal items they can get to that for that spend down but they can't give it away they can't give it to their kids. It has to be used for them. Get them hearing aids, get them new glasses, get them a lift chair, get them a better bed, even get them a hospital bed. And so, how much money have we spent right there? Pray about 10 grand.
1: What about whole life insurance policies with a cash value?
2: Your cash value is considered a resource. If they have life insurance, I always suggest that they decide what funeral home they want to go to and turn that policy over to that funeral home so it does not count against them for a resource.
1: Kim, what are some major services that you provide residents?
0: Housekeeping would be a big one something as simple as no longer being able to change the sheets on it on a bed no longer able to take out their own garbage to the curb or to the dumpster pushing a vacuum cleaner just the day-to-day housekeeping chores that is is a big one that is probably the largest service that service coordinators put into place for for seniors is just that daily housekeeping, doing the laundry, dusting the furniture, those things that potentially they're, they're fearful of doing because of falling, because of being thrown off balance.
1: How about transportation? What options do residents have?
0: Depends upon the county that the building is in. Each building, each community is, is different. Some of them do have vans, but not many. Most of them rely on whatever the, the county is that they're in. Um, so a lot of area agency on aging. Ours is here in Logan County is TLC. That'll get them to at least their doctor's appointments and places within the county.
1: Tell me about healthcare services.
0: So for healthcare, care, what the service coordinator can do is align them with a home health company to come in and provide them with physical therapy, occupational therapy, help them when they're discharging from possibly the hospital or from rehab or nursing home to get them home safely and make sure that they you know, have a nurse that's coming in to check their blood pressures, set their pill boxes up, or even just an aide to come in to help with bathing and dressing and, and their daily ADLs.
1: Does the work that service coordinators do save the government money?
0: It mostly saves Medicaid money because long-term, they're keeping them out of those nursing home long-term spots, out of the waiver spots for the assisted livings. So really saving Medicaid a lot of money by having them here.
1: Tell me about the transition when somebody can't make it even with service coordination
0: you know the service coordinator isn't here to diagnose they're not here to tell a resident hey you know it's it's really time for you to move to higher level of care you're no longer safe it is their job however to guide them to understand that it might possibly be time for a higher level of care, communicate with the resident, with the families, and then just understand the process of how that works. Some of the residents that are in the more affordable housing buildings, they're not gonna be able to afford assisted living. Assisted living is extremely expensive, so it's finding assisted livings that provide the AL waiver that does make it more affordable for them and then learning the process on how to apply for the waiver and who to go to for those things it's quite a process.
1: Barbara have you been able to get any of your residents a spot in assisted living?
2: I do have one assisted living in Logan County that accepts Medicaid there's usually a one to two year waiting list for that they don't understand that because Home health care says, well, they're ready for assisted living. And they're absolutely right, but they can't afford it.
1: Kim, what are some of the common issues that people need advice on?
0: Insurance would be a big one. Navigating Medicare is not an easy task. It changes every single year. The difference between a traditional Medicare plan and Advantage plan, and what does an Advantage plan offer, are they do eligible? Can they have a Medicare plan and a Medicaid plan? Can they have traditional Medicare and Medicaid? Can they have a plan that's all rolled into one? There are so many different insurance types for seniors, and they all do different things and pay for different things and provide different things. So learning the ins and outs of that, most families are not knowledgeable in Medicare 101 and, and what all it could possibly provide the residents and how it does change every single year.
1: Tell me about the criteria you use when you're hiring a new service coordinator.
0: There is a preference for a social work degree or a social services degree. It is not mandatory. It's just what is preferred, but experience also counts for a lot someone who has potentially been a home health aide and had that hands-on experience with seniors. So it's trying to make sure that a service coordinator understands when they're coming into that senior housing facility. There are traditionally some things that you're going to deal with, personalities and groups, but then there are also things that you need to be prepared for that you just never know.
1: Barbara, do you have any anecdotes where your work really made the difference for a resident?
2: I had a resident that um, he has a tumor in his throat and he went to a specialist and they sent him to their hospital for him to have a biopsy and possibly surgery. And I had to work with his family to find out traveling and everything like that, what would work best for them. Well, we found uh, Cincinnati was best for them. And then I had to contact Logan County Cancer Society to hook them up with gas vouchers, accommodations, and things like that. So it is a a bad physical situation, but at least they don't have the worry and concern about funds to get down there, if they're going to have meals, or if his family would have to stay over in a motel. They're okay. So that really relieved their stress. Now they can just worry about him and him getting better.
1: With the pandemic and isolation, how do you deal with depression?
2: When we were really on lockdown, I called everybody almost every day I was in the building, just if nothing else, just to say, hey, I'm checking on you and I care. How's things going?
1: kim i understand that united church homes is looking into providing service coordinators for people who are still living in their own homes
0: yes while they're still living in their home that they raise their children in, that they want to stay in as long as possible and service coordination for those people would look a lot different potentially they need somebody to clean their gutters maybe they're water heater has exploded and they don't know what to do. It's working with that senior to, again, keep them at home, but it's going to look a little bit different than what a service coordinator in, you know, strictly a senior housing building would look like. The appealing and beautiful part of United Church Homes is their vision for service coordination is just growth, growth, and more growth beyond affordable housing which traditionally is where HUD does pay for the service coordinators position. UCH is working on a new program that hopefully after the first of the year, we'll get to roll out in counties where we will have service coordinators in the community. That by subscription, I myself have a 74 year old mother. She is a widow and I could pay for subscription for my mother to have a service coordinator for her to work with. You know, if... I still had children at home working full-time, you know, just too busy to be able to navigate all of those things for her, or as an adult child, don't understand the world of senior services and what potentially is out there. Fantastic. I can pay for a service coordinator to work with my parent to have them to be able to do those things and find those services for them to keep them independent as as much as possible. So UCH is really trying to grow this, their service coordination program and, and get them in more places other than just affordable housing communities. This podcast was funded in part by the Dayton Foundation, Del Mar Encore Fellows Initiative and the Ruth Frost Parker Center for Abundant Aging, a program of United Church Homes. Audio production and interviews were conducted by Del Mar fellow Eric Johnson.